Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, Million Dollar Agent Podcast. How are you, gentlemen? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How good's this? Guys. Well, what a great morning. So we're doing MDA podcast, but of course we just heard you do a terrific little 30-minute session with Tom Ferry, who's our keynote speaker at ARIC. Okay. Without sounding cliches and rhetoric, the guy is so good. The guy is... Um, like the thing I liked about Tom Ferry, John, and for those of you that uh, don't know who we're talking about, you'll jump on the webinar, you'll jump on my Facebook page, or you'll be seeing him at ARIC. But hasn't there always been a tendency, guys, that you listen to someone that's got an American accent that talks to you about real estate, and they start talking to you about, you know, for sale by owners, and mm. they start talking to you about all this sort of stuff, and you sort of think to yourself, but that's not our world. We don't have for sale by owners, or not many of them, yeah. right? But this guy here is talking about commission cutting. He's talking about how to use video, Insta, Facebook, to actually get picked out a listing presentation. He's talking about lead generation techniques. He was talking about mindset. He talks about everything that we talk about, but I think far more eloquently, he's the best coach in the planet, I reckon, in real estate, but I mean, that's arguable. Certainly the best in the US at the moment. He's the number one coach over there. And interestingly, his dad, previous generation, what was was arguably the number one coach probably 15 or 20 years ago. So it's interesting. That you Jack, met his dad, John? Haven't met his dad. I, I used to watch a lot of uh, videos right. in those days, Troy, before you were born probably, um, of, uh, what, what's of, that? <laughs> of Mike Ferry, which was great. But the other thing, Tom, because I was fortunate I got to watch you live and, and I was kind of, Troy and I were behind the scenes and then we were simultaneously watching Tom on uh, on Zoom and on Facebook. But... It's, it's not just what he says, it's how he says it. So 29 years, I think he said he'd been coaching and in the industry. And his enthusiasm is like a startup guy in his first day on the job. And I think, as an observer, because I was... You know, sometimes when you're having to ask the question and you're in the conversation, you don't get the chance to observe. And I was fortunate that I was kind of here, but observing. <clears throat> the way he, he says things and the energy and the enthusiasm... It, it kind of catches you up into it. And I think there's a lot to be said to that because actually take out, there's not too many coaches listening, but there's a lot of agents hopefully listening. As an agent, the way you present who you are, how excited you are about stuff, and he talked about a young guy in that video, and everyone should go to Tom's Facebook page because I think there's a, yeah. a, a copy of it, isn't there? Spend the best 30 minutes of your day and, yeah. and watch that. And he talked about a young guy that was shadowing him that had been through, you know, tough upbringing and and hardship. And he'd made that his why. And that was, he took that into every listing conversation. The young guy in his second year had done 50 deals. Most people, after 10 years, if they could do 50 deals, they'd be, you know, jumping over the moon. This guy in his second year did it. And I just, I think about that, like, it's got so much to do with, there, there is content, information, stuff, dialogue is important, but... What's behind it is actually far more important because a- anyone can be, you know, you can go go to Tom's training, go to real estate gym, you come to Eric, you'll get enough dialogue to be one of the world's top few salespeople. The question is, are you going to apply it and how are you going to apply it? So I was really caught up and, and just a few things, I'd love to mention a few things, Troy, and I know you, you took some great You're notes too. You're both taking copious notes, yeah, right? S- Not scribbling sitting there on, on your mobile phones, texting uh, uh, your mates or looking at uh, who's playing on Saturday, you're sitting yeah. there with copious, taking copious notes, fire away. Well, we have no mates and the Roosters, as Troy, <laughs> Troy's known, is getting flogged every week, so <laughs> neither of those topics are terribly good. A couple of things I wrote, Tom, uh, he, I, I, he put down some great phrases. Are you ferociously focused? 
ferociously focused. So what, adding the word ferociously to focus, rather than just saying, so tell me in your, in your job are you focused, is one thing. But ferociously, like great successful people, champions, winners, they take everything to a next level and they wrap words and energy and concepts around things. So I just wrote down, are you focused, ferociously focused? Next thing Troy wrote down is, it's all about standing out. A lot of people arrive at work and they go through, you know, almost the motions and they turn up to a listing appointment and they turn up to a sales meeting and they turn up to a, if you're a coach or a sales manager, a job interview. Question is, are you standing out? So how do you do that? Well, it's, it's everything about what you do, how you do it, how you prepare for it, what you do straight afterwards, all this sort of stuff. So I thought that was a really great, well, it wasn't a question, it was a statement. Are you standing out? Um, Incredible systems and checklists. He talked about winners have incredible systems and checklists, and we bang on about that all the time through inside McGrath and outside McGrath through MDA and, and real estate, Jim Tom's customers and so forth. You know, you, if you want to go to the next level, someone said to me the other day, I don't think you were there, Troy, I was coaching one of our guys, and they, I said, how are you going to go to the next level? He said, I think I need an assistant. And I said, dude, I've just looked at your numbers. You're doing one sale a month. Seriously, you do not need an assistant. Yeah. Um, what you need is, you know, better energy, you know, uh, better dialogue probably, more prospecting, blah, 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 that sort of stuff. And when you get to four, five, six sales a month, yeah, then the answer is probably you do need an assistant. But, you know, it, it's really important. And, and I said to them at the time, and I wasn't being disrespectful, it's never my intent, but I said, right now you've got one sale a month energy. How do I know that? Because you're doing one sale a month. Right now you have one sale a month dialogue. You have one sale a month habits. You have one sale a month checklists and one sale a month everything because that's what you're delivering. So if you want to get to 10 sales a month, which I assume most people listening to this do and everyone I'm coaching hopefully does, what are you doing to shift that energy? Because turning up tomorrow with that same one sale a month dialogue, one sale a month energy, one sale a month intent is not going to get you any more than one sale a month. So own it. Don't blame competitors, don't blame the market, don't blame the weather. Just own the fact that the way you take carry yourself into the market, and by the way, at one sale a month you're not standing out. Yeah. You're in fact you are one of a sea of real estate faces in a community and you go to REA, if I was a vendor and I go and look at what who's selling in my area, and there's probably twenty agents that have got a listing or two up. And then there's probably four or five agents or one or two agents that have five, 10 or 15 listings. So that's standing out in terms of results. So, so Johnny, I'll just say, one of the things, having known you a long time, you do, like, when you give, I think the reason why when you're coaching someone, I think you're a one-on-one coach. Like, I think you're an incredible speaker. But the one-on-one coach, you have got this incredible cut-through because... You do give criticism, but you come from a position where you want to help that person. Mm. So that person normally doesn't get defensive because they know that what you're saying to them, you're saying it to them because you care about them. So, yeah. And it comes to intent, Tommy. And we talk in the, in the coaching, we talk about what's your intent. My intent, and I, and I verbalise it, but I certainly live it, is you know, I want you to grow your business and I know to do that, we need to cut through your excuses. We need to sever your mooring lines. And, you know, we need to have some conversations around that sort of stuff. And if we don't have those conversations, we're never going to get you to that next place. And I don't think, you know, actually, no, I, there's one person, maybe two in my whole life that I can think took offence at this stuff. Um, so it's really about, in fact, one of them was I said to him that he had, uh, he had bad breath. 
right. many years ago, and, and I, I wasn't being a smartass. That was that was an issue, and I'd coached him twice, and it was a, a recurring issue, and, and I, I raised that, and, and he actually ended up leaving the company because he felt that that was offensive, which is not the intent. But other than that, I, I really think most people, they want the hard truths. Mike Sheargold used to talk about coaching. Do you want soft, medium, or hard? Yeah. You know, soft is I'll just tell you all the great things about you. Medium is well, I'll tell you a couple of things that you might be able to improve. Hard is we'll get straight to the crux of what's stopping you from being great. And he said, and I've found the same thing. I know you have too, Tom. People say, well, give me the hard stuff because I want to get there quicker. So I thought, I thought that was brilliant. A couple of other things I put here... Um, were uh, stacking the cool. I'd never heard of that. Have yeah. you heard of that? I, did, I didn't understand. I said, can you explain? <laughs> I didn't understand because one of the things I've learned is sometimes when you agree with people and then 30 seconds later, it gets caught out. So I've learned if you don't understand it, ask the ask question. The question. Yeah. Well, we so, all grew up. We grew up watching, uh, what was his name? Tim Shaw on yes. Demtel. But wait, nice. there's more. There's yeah, yeah, nice, yeah, right? Yeah. So stacking the cool. And John, it goes back to your point. You need to elevate your game. How do you become extraordinary? So first, ex- explain stacking the cool. Explain stacking, stacking not everyone listens. Yeah, sorry, stacking the cool is kind of, here's the 11 things that most real estate agents will do, right? Yeah. Here's the 11 things. Here's the 47 things that I'm going to do different that's going to make me even more memorable So for giving you. people, you know, and, and you did use the stakenized metaphor yeah. through, which is, it's kind of like, wow, that's a good deal. Oh, wow, I get two for one. Wow, they can home deliver it for free. Wow, this is amazing. I've got to, I've got to ring up. Oh, plus I'm going to give you a steak knife. So yeah. stacking the cool is going beyond someone's expectation of what a good service, good offering, good deal would be. And he, he took about 89-point checklist, and yeah. he said, Troy, can I take you through? And I'm sure he didn't take you through every one of the 89, but let's just run through it, and the number's impressive. Can I take you through the 89 things that myself and my team will do for you when you list your home with us? And then that's stacking the cool. It's like, wow, some of the other guys told me they'd do X, Y, and Z, but no one talked about 89 well, things they'll do. Well, well, guys, let's be very clear. There's about 10, 11 things that is not stacking the cool in Australia. It's getting the photos done, launching it on realestate.com, domain.com, brochure, potentially putting an ad in print, a signboard, sending it into your CRM system. This is, this is actually um, what every like 50,000 real estate agents in Australia do. What I really liked about uh, uh, Tom Ferry is that he basically said, if you're a value-added provider and you show more and you do more and you give more, you can actually charge more. Um, and I think that um, there was a guy called Adam Josky from Gary Pier, and he once ran through a listing presentation. Very good, Adam, very good. And what he did was he said to the vendors, by the way, the minute you appoint me as your agent, I want to run through the 71 things that take place as I walk out this door. The first thing that happens is this SMS goes to 27 people. Brilliant. The next thing that happens is at 9 o'clock, there is the following editors that have this in their inbox. By 11 o'clock, there is a press release going there. So he actually uses the process yeah. as his sales presentation. And he said, Tom, there is no one that gives me an objection because I actually have run through every step of the process. Yeah, I That's thought gold. it was an unstoppable presentation. That's gold. Yeah. Absolutely gold. And, and the one thing that relates, Adam, to what Tom was saying on the webinar was we are in the experience economy. Yeah, I like that term, experience economy. Amazing way of describing what we do because we create experiences. We do. And by Adam going through those 
key things that are going to happen as soon can, as... Can we just dwell on that? Because I yeah. like it. Let's ex- more try and explain to our, our audience if we all agree or, or if we all get it. The difference between service and experience, because I think that's, there is a definition or a distinction there. Service is kind of doing what people expect. So people come to an open home, they expect you to be there. Yeah. They expect the door to be open, they probably expect some music to be on, and they ex- probably expect you to take their name and number, and they probably expect, but are often disappointed, that you'll call them back and get some feedback. Yep. But the experience is, on top of that, what are the other things you can do to make them feel? So, you know, do you, on a hot day, do you hand out water? So that gives them not just the service, but the experience of, wow, the agent actually cared. You know, take some for the, you know, it's a hot day ahead. You've got a lot of opens to see. Here, here is a few. Um, so that, that would be an example of an experience. And the same whether you're at a listing or a buyer or an open house or an auction. What can you do to actually have some people experience yeah something more than just what they expected. You know, what are some of the little things? So I think that was good. I, I also love Troy and Tom where he said, if, you're, if you become successful as an agent, you're going to get punched 10 times a day in the nose. <laughs> yep. So where's that effect? And I was coaching up at Newcastle with our team just the other day, um, Tommy, and, and I was talking to them and I just said, yeah, we were talking about mooring lines. And one of the mooring lines was around, um, I, I, I was, uh, was around prospecting. And I said, you know, they said, oh, I don't prospect because I don't want to be pushy. And I said, well, tell me more about being pushy. What does that mean to you? And, and at the end of it, it was really the coaching, peel the onion, peel the onion. It wasn't really about being pushy. It was a fear of rejection because I said, well, pushy, if I'm making a call and providing someone with relevant information in a polite, polite manner, that's kind of not pushy. That's actually useful for me if I'm a homeowner in the area. So we kind of drilled it right down to that. And I said, well, here's the deal. If you want to go from one sale a month to 10, you've got to get used to the fact there's going to be a plethora of rejection along the way. And if that is a skill in itself of having that come your way and kind of like brushing it off and moving forward. Because it's, it's impossible to my observation anyway. I've never met anyone that gets to a high level of success that doesn't have to endure and deal with multiple, multiple, multiple rejection, failure, disappointment, you know, I missed the listing, you know, five buyers didn't turn up to the auction, the vendor pushed the reserve up and it didn't sell, Um, I didn't win the auctioneer's competition, whatever is people's version of that. So recognise, and that's, I think, Tom, one of the things that stops people in this industry, because there are other industries where there's not that much rejection. If you're a Often, a lawyer or an accountant or an architect, people kind of walk into your office because they've been... You're not out there pitching as much as, say, in our industry. Our industry, you've got to pitch hard to win every piece of business, often against half a dozen other agents. Often they're cutting their commissions significantly. Then you've got to tr- get the property out there and compete with every single thing out there. And So I think it's interesting that for a lot of people, that is the, the barrier that stops them achieving their maximum potential. It's they, they can't deal with the non-desired outcomes, the non-successes, Troy. And, and I love the fact that Tom just said it. You know, if you're going to be successful, you're going to be punched in the nose 10 times a day. Deal with it. He also said as well, if you're going to be unsuccessful, you're going to probably punch yourself in the nose 10 times. So do you got to deal with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's a win-win here, <laughs> right? Well, what yeah. did he say? He said you, you'll feel tired and you'll feel guilty because you're not doing the things that you Correct. know you should be doing. So you are... And you beat yourself up because you missed the listing. You missed three listings today and... Yeah, it's very interesting. And the last thing that I took a note of, Troy, and then on top of those were, you know, you asked him a great question. You know, something about motivation. You know, you're kind of 
every day you're up, every day we've seen you for 30 years, you've been up and, and at him. And he, and he talked about his meds, yeah. you know, which was really an acronym for um, uh, meditation, exercise, diet and sleep. And I just reversed the order around, you know, you start at the beginning of the day with a restful night's sleep. So take sleep. And Ariana Huffington, who, yeah. who yeah. she's written a book recently, and it's all about sleep. So here is this multi-hundreds of millions of dollars successful businesswoman, Huffington Post, and she wrote a book and she the topic was sleep and the importance of sleep in the world of business and, and the world in general. So, you know, do, do you take your sleep seriously? What does that look like? What does it mean? Do you have a ritual to get ready? You know, are you doing things to give you that? Um, exercise, you know, we speak about that often on, on the podcast and whether that's, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of yoga or whether it's 60 minutes of the gym, everyone's going to have a different regime. Um, diet, nourishment, yeah. you know, again, he talked about, you know, the average real estate agents, coffee, 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 cheeseburger and vodka at night or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's the average diet. Um and, and you know, to be honest, it's probably not too far away from for some people. They they just don't look, and, and I don't want to sound critical, but you know it's easy to grab a McDonald's drive-through between meetings, and occasionally that's kind of okay once or twice a year. But if it's once or twice a week, that's not okay. Um, and meditation, which you know I've, I've, I I love, and I'm a regular meditator, have been for a long time. But whatever your form of meditation, there's many different ones doing it. But I I, I love the fact, and what do you say? He was working out. He's committed to 250 sessions, yeah. and he was up to 63. In what period of time, do you know? In a year. In a year. So right. 250 sessions. So it's like almost one a day, five a week. Three, three, three to five. He's gone from three days a week to five but, days a week. But, 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 Troy, what I liked is the way he actually said that he uses Insta Story as a bit of an accountability tool because 45,000 people on Insta know that he's out there daily, session number 51, 52, it becomes a talking point. And that's when he went on to talk about the fact that in this new connection economy, the reality is that buyer or seller probably has got a backstage view of who you are before the interaction. And he said he talked about, um, and he's gonna talk more, like what I felt really excited about is, look, you know, we, we ran a session and we did give, you know, Eric a very small plug at the end of it, you know, but it was 99% of that was heavy content. Yeah. For those of you that haven't booked a ticket at Eric, ericconference.com, um, get yourself a ticket because he's speaking two times. Like, yeah. to be honest with you, he could speak for three hours two days. Day. Yeah, yeah, two, two days yeah. you could do. Yeah. Well, I think his summit actually goes over three or five days that he runs in America. Yeah. And I think uh, those that come to Eric and experience him, or even if you don't come to Eric, think about, Troy, going to go yeah. to one of his summits overseas, because yeah. I reckon, I used to go to Tom Hopkins in those days, as you'd remember Tommy Panos, but probably not you, Troy. You, you would but, remember that, Troy. But Tom Hopkins was great, and, and there was he had like a two or three day boot camp, and you know as a young teenage real estate guy or twenty year old real estate guy, couldn't wait to get there and take all the notes, and that became like an education. Now we're fortunate, I guess, nowadays you can sample some of that online. You can come to Eric, and that's great. But you still might want to consider going overseas and going to a Tom Ferry boot camp. And, and, I was going to say a couple of quick things that I, I yeah. saw. I was wowed. He's got an eighty year old client that's done four million dollars in comms. Last year. She, Last sorry, she year, wrote four million. Four right. million in GCR. Eighty. Incredible. Eighty years old and only and does three hours now of competitive dancing from three o'clock till six o'clock every afternoon. 
Incredible. Unbelievable. So the, the thing that was in the back of my mind was, what are we doing to elevate our game? Yeah. Should we right. go dancing three hours well, a day? Well, we could go dancing three hours a day if that gets your exercise in place. <laughs> but the reality is an 80-year-old's got that energy. Right. If you're a young person in this industry, you've been in the industry for a number of years and you've plateaued, what's it going to take to get to the next level? I I took, yeah, that, that's the point about timing 29 years later. He's got the energy of a starter. Yeah. How? Because he does something every day. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I really liked was there was three key questions, and they were very easy questions. They were simple questions, mm. but I think with a genuine approach and authenticity, they create the biggest difference. First question was, have you had thoughts of selling? Yeah. Second question, are you living in your dream home right now, uh, creating yeah. that gap of where you are to where you want to be? I mean, I, Troy, I can picture asking that question at a cafe with someone in a in a way that has got no script or dialogue attached to it, yeah. like saying, "Hey, Steve, like, are you are you living in your dream home at the moment?" Yeah, you know. You, you, so, and, and what was the third one? The, the third one: At what price would you become a seller? Right, it's yeah. a simple question, yeah, but we yeah. never seem to ask it. Yeah, and it's not a intimidating question. It's not a question that people will get offended by. At what price do you reckon you would sell? What yeah. what would be your dream price? Yeah. I like yeah. that. He's, he's Australianised it. You reckon? At what price you're, do you reckon you're you'd good, sell? Troy. I love that, Troy. You rip off, du- duplicate other people's <laughs> content, you put a bit of a slang to it, and the next thing it's got a Troy Malcolm trademark. Uh, and, and just finally, before we wrap up, because I know that we've, we're kind of coming to the end, but um, show up knowing there's competition out there. One of the things that we always hey, show, show up? up knowing that we have competition out there. You're not yeah. going to be the only agent that goes through and yeah. talks about your difference. So if you don't know who your competitors are, start to understand their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Start catering your package to really show your strengths. Emphasize those strengths. Show why you're the best agent of choice in the market. As I was listening, to, and as I'm listening to you guys, and I was listening to that um, Zoom podcast recently, I just kept, the words keep coming to me are, if you're not at the level you want to be at yet, it's only because of you and you need to elevate. He talked about the best are evolving to a new level while the rest are squabbling over commissions. So the best people, they've got their systems in place. If you're sitting here listening to this and you haven't got your systems in place, get your act together. Mm. Um, they have their diet, nutrition, nourishment, exercise in place. And if you're sitting there and you're saying, no, nah, none of those, I've got none of those happening, I don't sleep well, I don't exercise, don't meditate, I eat bad food, get your act together. Eating good food really costs you no more than eating bad food, mm. to be quite honest a dollar or two in it but there's not much difference yeah. not a material difference so if you haven't got gross systems you haven't got right the, the nourishment and the balance um, you haven't got the scripts and the dialogue it's not because they're not out there I mean Tom you give them away yeah. 90% of your stuff you give away for free Yeah. so there's plenty of access to this sort of thing um, yeah it's really really important I, I thought it was brilliant so I'm really delighted Tommy I'll I'll pa- look I've got to say at the end of the day I don't know exactly the right reason, but the guy made me feel pumped. I yep. think he makes people feel pumped. Yep. And I think uh, people in a world that you can go from the heights of exhilaration to the depths of depression in 24 hours, that's the world that we live in because if you're not being punched 10 times in the face, you're probably not seeing enough people per day. And um, success is definitely an inside job. So we're looking forward to seeing him. Guys, um, I want to thank you so much as our co-host. I want to talk to you uh, next week where we're going to discuss, I think, two important topics. We won't give people the ideas on what they are now. We'll tell you when we see you next week. I want to thank our sponsors, realestate.com.au, who have been our sponsors. 
Troy's giving me a signal. Oh, what? I was saying the five-star competition's still running as well. Okay. Raiders. <laughs> yeah. And okay. what do they win? A ticket to Eric. Wow, you better get on there and rate us. Okay, so... And what if they rate us four-star? Do they get, are it's, they in the It's the, the comment. So you have to rate and comment. That's the catch, right? Because if you just rate, we don't get who but rates But to be us. fair, we need to let... Anyone in the running that reviews us, we can't just restrict it to five-star raters. That would be stacking the branch, not stacking the cool. Yes. We're stacking the cool. But, <laughs> so that's, that we will do it. Having said that, if you rate us a one out of five, your chance of getting you are out. You are out. You are out. You are very not going to win. The no, more the, stars, the higher the chance. I've got, the more I've got tickets. A, I have to tell you, the, 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 talking about rating, we'll leave on a, on a funny note. Um, in Hobart, about a year ago, I'm sitting there, a gentleman comes up to me and he said to me, are you Tom? I said, yep. He goes, are you the guy that does something on Facebook? I said, yeah, that's me. I said, which real estate office are you with? Making the assumption that they're an agent. He goes, no, I'm not in real estate. He said, uh, I watch your stuff. Not me, really, it's my daughter. I said, wow. I go, what, here in Tassie? He goes, yeah. And where there's an awkward silence for about 30 seconds, you know, <laughs> just sitting there, I said, do you want to take it? I had my phone, he said, do you want to take a photo and we send it to your daughter? And he said, with you? He said, some of the language that you're using at 8.30 at night. So, guys, picture, I'm stranded, I've got a mobile phone holding up, thinking that this guy wanted a selfie. So at the end of the day, uh, um, look... Uh, in a nutshell, Troy, tell us the truth, what you think of, 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 of the podcast. <laughs> but the bottom line is, on the end of this month, we're giving away an Eric ticket to uh, someone that tells us what they get. It's in the comments. We're going to make a decision on the comments. And if it's all very close, Troy, can we put it put them all in some sort of fair lotto-type system yep. and, and pull them out? Yeah, and, of yeah, course we can. If, 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 we there's, can. if there's a lot of good ones, because Troy tells us, that the algorithm highly rates people that are engaged in podcasts. Thank you so much. I will talk to you next week. And again, I'm going to leave you guys off the hook because the Tigers are going really, really hot, but I've learned nothing breeds failure like success. I'm just going to be quiet for now. Thank (laughs) you. See you you next week. Bye. See you guys.